Copten is going to be another resource they are going to use against vaping Brazil. The recommendations we expect from Copten are the worst possible. Hello, world. Welcome to the Vaping Unplugged podcast. Everything you need to know about vaping and tobacco harm reduction. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome. You're listening to the podcast Vaping Unplugged. As you know, we're talking about uh, vaping globally. My name is Lisa. I'm Director of Operations of the World Vapors Alliance. Uh, and today we will be talking and uh, zooming in on a country that banned vaping back in 2009. And um, this year, or um, it's fair to say last year already in 2009, 2023, we started discussing among the vaping community that there might have been a potential for some positive news because the government in this country, which is Brazil, um, introduced or was planning to introduce a regulation um, on vaping, which we were optimistic about. But sadly, um, things didn't get better and, and probably it won't be a surprise. Um, so today to talk about what is going on in Brazil and what kind of legislation was there beforehand and what is going on now, we invited Hazard, also known as Alexandra Lucian. Uh, Hazard is a vapor advocate, the founder of Directa, and um, probably you all have heard about Hazard already. So thank you very much, Hazard, for being here with us today. Thank you, Lisa, for the invite. Uh, actually, I have to to say to you, my camera sometimes uh, turns off. I don't know why. I'm trying to to fix it, but if it turn off, turns off, I will try to turn on again. Uh, first, uh, thank you for the introduction. Yes, I am working as a tobacco harm reduction specialist since sometimes after 2015 because I stopped smoking thanks to vaping. I was a heavy smoker. I was smoking three packs a day every day. I smoked for more than 15 years. And after I found out about vaping, I managed to quit smoking from night to day. And that, I think, saved my life. And that's why I started to uh, research and understand more about vaping in Brazil. We had little information in 2015. And some years later, I can consider myself an expert of tobacco harm reduction because I lost count of how many uh, scientific papers and events and information I gather um, along all those years. So I think that it says that you have to to research 10,000 hours of something to consider yourself an, an ex expert and a specialist. So I think that I already have much more than 10,000 hours about vaping in my life. After I uh, became a vaping advocate, I thought that it was important to have an uh, organization, an official organization to represent consumers in Brazil. So I founded Gireta in 2021. And since then, we are making a lot of effort to properly regulate vaping in Brazil because vaping is regulated in our country. It's uh, a prohibition on sales, importation and advertising since 2009 because Anvisa used the principle of precaution. They thought, well, we don't know about this thing yet. We don't have enough information about it, so we're going mm -hmm. to prohibit it. 
and then we're going to see what is going to happen. Today, yeah. it's a very different scenario. Sure. Um, that's uh, we will go back to that topic. Actually, what what has been before? Maybe just elaborate a little bit for our listeners. But by the way, I want to put a disclaimer that. Um, I might be pronouncing the the diretta wrongly, and I apologize for that. No, I just no problem. That while you were talking. No problem because because I uh, the I letter is very different in Portuguese and in English. Uh, Gireta, <laughs> we we don't say I; it's direct, okay. but that's absolutely no fine. No problem. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, I actually wanted to talk about uh, the legislation before because sure. it's very interesting how things are developing in Brazil at the moment and maybe yeah. for our listeners to have a full scope and elaborated insight on what is going on in Brazil could you yeah. please talk about the prohibition on sales manufacturing what you already talked about just a bit in more detail yeah. and what was challenging for vapors back then and then as a next point we'll get to that uh, later course. So, as I said, Anvisa didn't know uh, much about vaping, so they they decided to prohibish, prohibit the... That's the curious thing. It is prohi it's, it's a prohibition on sales, importations, and advertisement, but not on manufacturing, nor the use or possession. So today, right now, it's legal to manufacture an e-liquid, for example. It's illegal to try to sell that product. But there is no legislation, no piece of paper in Brazil that prohibits a manufacturing of something regarding vaping. That is completely nonsense. And since you cannot buy or sell a product, but you can use the product. So never it was prohibited to have an e-cigarette or to use an e-cigarette. And of course, this for me is the, pers uh, the, the perfect recipe for an illegal market because people can use, but they cannot buy. So I'm going to sell in the illegal market with big profits and no consideration whatsoever for regulatory and sanitary uh, directives. So Anvisa prohibited the sales and importation and advertising. Despite that, it's something that we call in Brazil that it's a, le a legislation that didn't catch up. We, we didn't accept this legislation because we have today, uh, surveys indicates that we have 4 million consumers, daily consumers, just uh, those who get on the statistics. We think that there are much more people using vaping in Brazil because a lot of people doesn't don't they have they are ashamed to say they are vapors because in the media uh, they are saying that vaping is equal or even more harmful than smoking uh, it's illegal they don't say that is the sales and importation it's illegal to vape in brazil so a lot of people are ashamed to consider themselves vapors so they don't answer any surveys uh, saying that they are they use those products so we think that we have at least uh, 4 million people using daily. This doesn't count the people that are experimenting, people are to, are infrequent users. So we think that there are much more people using. So we have a, a prohibited uh, legislation in course, and we have a big illegal market happening all over the country. 
uh, we don't have any idea what's uh, inside those products. We cannot say that vaping is uh, less harmful than smoking in Brazil because we, we can have contamination, we can have um, uh, worse uh, substances than... Because you don't know how much nicotine you have on a vaping device. You have no idea how it was made. Uh, the PG and VG was used was in a, a pharmaceutical grade or it was um, animal extraction. I don't know. So in Brazil, we have people being uh, show, showing people getting sick very quickly by using e-cigarettes, including e-valley um, uh, how can I say the the uh, health results pointing out that can be a valley? We have no idea because we can have contaminations of, um, of uh, products with uh, like a, a vit vitamin E acetate, but something similar, not exactly vitamin E, but something similar that can pr provoke the same effects. So it's a chaos, and today. Uh, we are discussing since 2019 by our regulatory agency called Anvisa is discussing the, the subject and is proposing a new legislation that is worse than the actual legislation. Yes, I mean, when you were talking about the, the cases where people or consumers were not able to accept um, goods that they know what what are they basically vapes that the and liquids they know what they do they contain this is the same with evali like we all know that all those vapes were from the illicit trade too so it's very logical that that happened and same thing is happening in brazil there is a pattern in that, that that's a very tragic um outcome exactly because when you when you think about it the guy that is selling vapes uh, is committing a crime he is making contraband. He is selling a, uh, a product that can't be sold legally in Brazil. So a person that is capable of doing that, is this person going to be worried about the quality of the products? They are going to be worried about their clients? Of course not. They are going to buy anything, the cheapest possible product, often counterfeited products, which are in... in uh, manufactured in a way that nobody knows how. But in Brazil, we have some initiatives that try to import good products from England, from Paraguay, which regulated vaping in 2021. So Paraguay, our country next to Brazil, is uh, regulated, is properly regulated, is allowed to so sell those products with very good directives, so, but we don't know where these products are coming from. And someone who is doing something illegal in one end is not going to be worried in another end. So that is a big problem in Brazil. And as far as I understand from what you're saying, consumers are being demonized as well for... Yes. That's that's a really sad reality. Yes. Often we, we see testimonials of people that uh, some parents, some aunt, uh, uh, some uh, co-worker says that, oh, you're using that is even worse than smoking. 
That is, I saw in the media that this product killed a, a woman in that state, or the people are going to to the ERs because of this product. So uh, today, today I saw on a WhatsApp group a person in on the streets telling a consumer, a vapor, that uh, her cigarettes uh, counterfeited from Paraguay, which we called uh, Paraguay's uh, cigarettes because they are with uh, uh, a lesser quality than those who are manufacturing Brazil. So the cigarette from Paraguay is often in, of a, a bad a quality, a, a worse quality than normal cigarettes. Her cigarettes were better than vaping. So that's the, the majority of Brazilians thinks that vaping is worse than cigarettes. That's because a, a very big campaign against vaping in Brazil, that's absolutely happening for the last two to three years. Uh, we have anti-vaping groups right now offering 50,000 reais, which is $10,000 per project to go against vaping and tobacco in general, but they are focusing on vaping. So uh, we talked about what was what has been existing there in Brazil starting from 2009, right? And it's already been a very tough environment for vapors. Yeah. Um, and now, and just about the, at the time when we were about to get hopeful, um, mm -hmm. apparently the, the visa is... is trying to prohibit vapes further yes. and uh, there might be potentially coming the ban on use and possession right so could yes. you tell us what happened in reality and um like what why doesn't visa keeps this prohibitionist approach in your opinion Sure, because we have to remember that in Brazil we have a great campaign uh, against vaping, uh, funded by Bloomberg in mainly. Uh, we have a lot of organizations that receive funding from Bloomberg that are saying the exactly same thing. They these organizations they are they are called um, National Institute of something, uh, Health Organization Against Cancer, but. In, these are private uh, and they are not non-profit organizations. They are organizations that seek profits and they are private organizations that call themselves something about health, National Institute of Cancer and so on. Those organizations work like any other private organizations trying to seek profits and to keep working. Though their product is to try to, to implement all the WHO directives and the empower and etc. So one of those objectives is to fight against vaping and they receive fundings for that. Those organizations are doing campaigns to change public opinion. And of course, this is going to, to be, uh, it's going to, to reach out even politicians, doctors, and decision makers. Uh, more than that, we have people from these organizations occupying uh, positions in the government, like our health minister, uh, the Ministry of Health. So those people are also uh, influencing Anvisa which is an uh, organization that is uh, below the government and must answer for to the government, 
uh, and they are this, their position is to maintain the prohibition. So Anvisa, uh, even that, even with if they want to regulate vaping in a manner that uh, permits sales and importation in a controlled manner, the our Ministry of Health doesn't want that. So the government, in some positions, are influencing Anvisa to not regulate properly uh, vaping. As I say that. We are have the tobacco industry trying to regulate vaping, to trying to, to supporting vaping because of their own interests. And that is something good and bad at the same time, because when the tobacco industry fights for vaping, the vaping began uh, became a product of the tobacco industry. The, the most common uh, argument the anti-vaping organization use is that vaping is just another product of the tobacco industry. They want only profit. They are losing customers of cigarettes. So, But the tobacco industry didn't invent vaping. They even don't have the uh, majority of market share globally. But that is the notion that those organizations, anti-vaping organizations, are trying to get in people's head. So when you have a product being defended by the tobacco industry, this product must be something wrong with it. And we have to convince everybody that the vaping is a product of the consumers. I don't care who manufactures the, this product. I care that this product works in quitting smoking and it's far less harmful than smoking a cigarette. And along all this complex scenario, we have... The consumer in the middle, which has no power whatsoever as much as the tobacco industry that has infinite money to make uh, uh, seminars and events and call-outs on, on actions. We try our best, but unfortunately, the, the media doesn't give us the, the space we need to share our information about vaping, what vaping did to our life. My health is much better today. I have... Um, some um, health, uh, how can I say, the, the, I, I made a, uh, an, an exam on my, uh, my functions, my organism, my, my health, and I have a similar health as a non-smoker after eight years of vaping. We try to put that in on the media, but media doesn't want to, to say good things. They want to shock. They want to to give uh, information that is going to have likes and clicks and sharing. So it's everything about wars and bad news and shocking news. And um, Anvisa since 2009 is discussing about the Disney regulation. So all those uh, players are trying to, to defend or to oppose. And unfortunately, even with all the power of the tobacco industry, the money, they have a very bad reputation. So when the tobacco industry say that vaping is less harmful than smoking, of course you are saying that because you said on 60s and, and 70s that smoking uh, didn't cause cancer, that nicotine does it, it was not addictive. So they lied in the past and now they have a reputation that doesn't help anyone to share information. And that is so ironic because today, if you see all the research being done by the tobacco industry, because they have the, the resources to do that, and you can 
revise this information, be reviewed by peers, and to to check about this information because you you cannot accept this information absolutely without uh, some criticism. You're going to see that the tobacco industry is doing a great scientific job about vaping, but they have this reputation. So of course there is there is a conflict of interests, their reputation. So we don't have any whatsoever research in Brazil because importation is prohibited. So you cannot import a vaping device to make research. And I already uh, have a conversation with a teacher, a professor in the University of Rio de Janeiro. And she said to me that I cannot make scientific research about vaping because I cannot have access to these products in a proper channel. Uh, we can have research on drugs, on cocaine, on heroin, because we have proper channels to receive the drugs uh, legalized by the government and all the, the importation um, standards, but we cannot have a win with vaping. So we try yeah. our best with our actions, like uh, Gireta is doing what we can, but we don't have funding for that. And we never accepted funding from the, the big tobacco. We decided since the day one that we wouldn't received, uh, receive money from the tobacco industry, but that hinders a lot our efforts because nobody else is willing to invest in tobacco harm reduction in Brazil, despite uh, uh, only the tobacco industry. Um, Hazard, I want to talk about consumers and the, the platform that you're offering for consumers and yes. a bit later as a last part of our podcast or an interview. Sure. Before that, you've mentioned WHO and since COP10 is coming so close right yep. now on February 5th and the whole THR community is alerts and is awaiting for the recommendations to see what will happen. Um, I wanted to ask you about the COP10 influence in your opinion on Brazilian government and the legislation in the future. Of course. What, what are your expectations? Well, all the anti-vaping groups use uh, WHO as a standard, as the uh, main fo uh, main source of good information, and that is the way things are. So WHO says something like this. We they intensify, they amplify this message, and they uses uh, they use as basis of every uh, all the work they they do against vaping. COP10 is going to be another resource they are going to use against vaping in Brazil. The recommendations we expect from COP10 are the worst possible. I don't know if they are still uh, insisting in changing the definition of smoke. I think this is still on the their agenda, but I heard uh, some time ago that COP10 were going to define smoking like uh, even the heating of some vaping device so a vape will be taken technically uh, right to say that you smoke um, the vaping produces smoke so it's not only by uh, fire and combustion and it's not just a combustible product vaping is going to be a product that creates smoke also so this is um 
some uh, a standard that we can expect from Comp10, among other things. It will definitely be amplified by those anti-vaping groups. Uh, that is, we cannot do anything about it. We just uh, have to try to repeat and share good scientific information like uh, the UK are doing, Cochrane reviews, and, and it, because I, we think that uh, science cannot be denied forever. So uh, the time passing, we're going to have increasing evidence in a way that even COP10, even WHO are not going to be able to refute scientific evidence. But the problem is how much time this is going to take because I stopped smoking, I resolved my problem, uh, how many people are still smoking and not quitting with vaping because they think it's uh, even more harmful than smoking, how many people are using vaping devices that can be worse than smoking in Brazil because they are illegal. Uh, each passing day, each in passing week and month, more people are harmed by those decisions, by those events, by those uh, um, information being shared by COP10 and those decisions that doesn't account us as consumers in the process. Thank you, Hazard. And as a last question, we're actually moving to the last part of the okay. interview. And I want to ask you about what you said right now. So many people might be harmed or affected negatively because of all those counterproductive prohibitions or even regulations that are very strict on vaping and WHO does not want to recognize vaping as a smoking cessation tool, obviously. So what would you offer consumers? Uh, how should they stand for their rights to vape? How should they raise their voice in Brazil, in your opinion? And what would be your final message generally? Of course. Well, Gireta has a membership free of charge, no fees, no monthly fees. You can access right now. Uh, it's uh, gireta.org because it's Gireta in Portuguese is something directly, something direct, direct. So Gireta has a membership that you can just with uh, filling a form, you make a registration and you support us because it's different that when we talk to a politician or a policymaker and we say, where? well, we have uh, 500 people supporting us. We have 5,000 5, people supporting us. So if you can register on our website, no matter where you are, you can do that. So it's going to help us to give more power to us to represent consumers and number of consumers. Uh, Gerette is trying our best with uh, almost no funding. We use a lot of social media. We are pr uh, present in all the visas, uh, consultations and uh, meetings to try to, to show that the consumers want uh, 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 permission of sales in a controlled manner, because in Brazil, we can say uh, in reality, we have vaping completely uh, liberated, free. Uh, it's The sales ha are happening everywhere. And we don't want that. That is something that is also ironic. We consumers want, want less liberty. We want control. We want uh, sanitary regulation. And today, the way it is, it's a completely mess. And so you can visit gireta.org 
support us be, uh, becoming a member. Uh, we are doing everything we can, but also if you have a lot of money and you are not from the tobacco industry and you want to make a donation for us, please do. If you don't have a lot of money, but you can have, we can make a little donation, no problem. Remember, each dollar it's five times in Brazil, so it helps us a lot because we survive exclusively on donations. Uh, we don't accept anything that can uh, start a conflict of interest. And that's, uh, that is it, because Brazil, I think, that is a very important uh, country in South America. And anything that Brazil decides, it's going to ripple across the world, especially in South America. We have a lot of uh, countries that ban vaping in South America. And if we start and give the first step towards a better future about vaping, I believe that a lot of countries are going to be positive influenced by that. And my final message, Lisa, well, I think 2024 is going to be a very challenge, uh, full of challenge year. Um, we are not going to a good phase in Brazil about regulation, unfortunately, and visa is um, going towards a prohibition. We are fighting a lot uh, against that. We have a bill on the Senate that can be uh, a good alternative because this bill is being proposed with good regulation, not perfect, of course, but it protects minors especially. Today, the prohibition doesn't protect youth. Uh, uh, someone who are willing to sell a counterfeit and illegal products are not going to care if those who are buying from him is uh, a minor or if is an adult. So Today, the prohibition doesn't solve a lot of problems. Any regulation will solve a lot of problems, even if it's not perfect, even if it only allows closed systems, which this bill uh, is, is tackling the issue, allowing just closed systems, not open systems. It's not perfect, but it's something. So it's a year of challenges. Uh, we are not going to, to falter. We're going to 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 uh, do our best, and uh, we thank you for all the support from World Vapors Alliance, from all other groups, uh, consumer groups that we believe that makes uh, a great work. Uh, we know that the media gives space to a lot of information that is not often true and. Yeah, we know that there is a lot of interest going on. Powerful people with a lot of money are trying to, to fight us. And that's something that we see on the media with exposed information that uh, yeah, recently I, I appeared in a, a publication that said a lot, among other things, that I could be have a, a possible conflict of interest because they try and everything they can to link we consumers, Gireta, for example, which never receives a dime from the tobacco industry. They try to link to the tobacco industry because it's their main um, argument. Uh, if the tobacco industry wants to regulate vaping, it's bad. So anyone talking pro-vaping must be from the tobacco industry. That is a lie. That is absolutely preposterous. And that is hap happening a lot. And we have to defend ourselves. We have to prove that we are innocent. 
it's completely the opposite of the normal normality of any any situation you have to prove them wrong no you have to prove that you are innocent and that is the challenge that we have to face in 2024 but to finish in a positive note I am working with the tobacco harm reduction for the past eight years and I won't give up. I consider that vaping saved my life, really. I smoked three packs a day. So how was my how would be my my health today if I didn't stop smoking? Uh, almost 10 years later. So I know what vaping did to my life. I just want that vaping uh can do that to millions of others. I know that I am on the right side of the science. I know that I am on the right side of things. They are wrong. They are uh, harm, harming people. They are harming millions of people. So when I go to bed and put my head on my pillow, I can, can dream. I can sleep very, very nicely, happy, very happily because I know that I'm doing the right thing. So we're not going to give up. But it's not easy. But it's not easy. We'll keep on fighting. Thank you so much, Hazard. Of course. Um, we're, we're moving to wrap up our podcast or an interview okay. today. First of all, I'd like to thank Hazard, obviously, for the deeper insight into what is going on in Brazil. For the consumers and vapors in Brazil, I would definitely encourage them to submit a response to the consultation you can also go to the Jureta. i hope i pronounced it right this time yes website and there is a really nice step-by-step -step guide which you can take a look at and then submit your response we also submitted our response as a wba so if you're interested please take a look at it and that's it for today so thanks hazard thank you everyone who was listening to us it's been a pleasure And obviously stay tuned for next week because, as you know, we'll be back with another episode. Bye-bye. Thanks, Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was it, dear listeners. I hope you enjoyed our podcast about the situation in Brazil. Um, it was very insightful and sadly things are not going as we want them to go. But there is a room to fight and I'm sure Alexandro together with his colleagues will be spreading the word about vaping further and further and defending consumers. If you want to learn more about Direta, please visit their website and also help them with the consultation, submit your response. As you have heard from the podcast, everyone can participate. Also, please go to our website, worldvaporsalliance.com. And if you are not signed up yet, become our members and you will be hearing from us about our campaigns and our activities. Vape on!